There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Tuesday. We are hanging out with half of the Lori and Julia show. Lori is in today. I'm hanging out with her. We had Michael T. Rambo in a little bit ago. I think he's sticking around for this next segment. Lori, is Michael still with us right now? Is he hanging no, out? No, no, oh, no. But we okay. could have just talked forever. I'm like, why do you not... Why can't you be a sub? Oh, he is so He could have just stayed he, he and talked yeah, with us. But yeah. I think he had things to do because it was an unplanned ah, you know okay he didn't know julia was going to eat a bad four meat pizza that had gone bad somehow four in meat? a cabin at in the woods the, the you know electricity went out and then they took it home from the cabin that's another that, that's a okay long, uh, that's too many anyway, too many thaws i'm surprised <laughs> yeah with julia anyway but Meat Lover's Pizza is not her favorite anymore, for sure. I, I, yeah, I'm just going to give her grief about that. Just on the radio, to just for today only. Just and today. not in front of her face. No. But she's probably listening. She is. That's okay. And maybe with one eye watching, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Oh. Because I had an epiphany that, how do I know Chris Evans, now his wife? This girl, <gasps> this young woman. Alba Batista, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we know her from... Mrs. Harris goes to, to Paris, Paris, okay, which is about is a wonderful movie about this woman who just it's like the fifties. It really is the time of the real Christian Dior when he was you know running his atelier, and it, it's after World War Two, and she wants to buy a Dior dress, and in the one of the Dior models is this woman, this Elba, and she is the perfect. French girl with the bang, the hair back in the little ponytail, a wisp of a waist, a small breasted, you know, and hates being a model. You know, she's a pretty face that's not content with that. You know, okay, okay. she's got bigger (sighs) dreams and. She was like, really, you couldn't take your eyes off of her. You can't, she's got, I mean, speaking of eyes, her eyes are stunning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, Chris is 42 and she's, he's got a chance to, you know, a 26 year old. And I'm, I, I guess the reason why I could never fall for a 42 year old, even, even though it was Chris Evans, is if they were older than my dad, mm-hmm. Grant, mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't. I didn't have a lady boner at all. I get that. I was like, they got to be a year younger than my dad. And then my dad, it was so damn young. I mean. That's a tough window. That's a tough window for me. (laughs) I mean, but it caved. It kept me from making mistakes. Like my one sister who married a man 28 years her senior when she was 24. But see, in his late 50s. 
He just looked like a handsome Sean Connery. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But then after like just six months of having a 24-year-old wife, Sean Connery became Sean Couchery. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. And she was still feeling frisky. But I, you know, maybe Elba is like a sophisticated movie kid and. She's really older in her body or her heart than 26. She speaks five languages. Portuguese, I feel like just speaking five languages makes you a level of sophistication. I was going to say, that brings you up to like the 30s. Maturity. Yeah, there's just like a really, I don't know. And then um, she can't help it that she's got this very youthful looking face because she... In a couple photos, I got to just be honest, I don't want to be hating, but Chris Evans, you know, Chris Pine is my Chris. Mm-hmm. That's Julia's too. I speak for the Low J Show. Chris is our, Chris Pine is our Chris. Chris Pine is your favorite our, of all That's Chris's. our number one Chris. Not Chris Evans, not Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine. It would be I'm, Pine, Evans. Evans. Hemsworth? Yeah. Okay. No, no. Not even I got it. I got it. Mm, well, even? every time I see him in the sweater and knives out, yeah, I'm gonna say like Thor that. too. He yeah. looks pretty good. Oh yeah, no, I know. That's why I'm like, mm. no, Evans is three. Okay, all right, all, all right. right. But fine, we digress. Yes. Jeez, we're not even gonna get to random thoughts because I'm just randomly going off on this whole tangent right now about this. But that's what I re. They showed a little clip, and I was like, I loved that movie. Yeah, and it's. Filmed in Paris and London, and it really is just a sweet, it's a good, I mean, I think. Leslie Manville's in it. Casey, yeah, Bravo. Casey even watched it, and he was just like, oh, that was really good, you know? You never, too, see anything romantic with people. 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. Over, I don't know, 50 even, you know? And it's in the 50s, and. The fashion, and then there's a younger romance happening. So all the eye candy is being satisfied. And then the story touched the heart. And um, if you are going to Paris, please make a reservation and go to the Gallery Dior, which is the museum dedicated to Christian Dior. Take about an hour and a half. It is absolutely amazing with dresses that Audrey Hepburn wore and Princess Diana. And Ah. I mean, it's... The bags, the shoes, it's its really glorious. You can watch this movie right now on Prime, Amazon Prime. Yeah. So if you've got it, you don't have to pay anything. It's so good. It's so, so good. But that is Chris Evans' wife. She is the delightful French model who's not satisfied with just being a beautiful model who could get any man she wanted. She wants to be able to talk to somebody, too, damn it. Which, you know... That playing that one against the other one, it's just, it's really good. And I do love that Leslie Manville. Yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So it says here, I, I I just like the description of it here. It says, after working to raise the funds to pursue her dream, she embarks on an adventure to Paris that will change not only her own, her own outlook, but the mm-hmm. very future of the House of Dior. Yeah. And, you know, also Casey unwittingly and I, we got lost. I do love getting lost for the number one reason somehow it'll make a connection in your mind when you do stumble out to the place that you recognize and you're like oh okay oh yeah and we stumbled into the fabric and button and it was like it was like mood if anyone watched project one runway when they send the fashion to you know there's yep. a whole area of new york that's all the fashion stuff 
But of course, this was like this little winding, eight little streets coming off of things. But it was just tiny little shop after tiny little shop. Some of them nice. just selling buttons and ribbons. And then other ones selling, it looked like the, whatever the gauzy material is, tool, and I don't even know. And then other stores selling. It was very, you know, interesting. I I guess I always forget how much fashion is made. And these houses where maybe 250 women, maybe up to 500 shop couture, which it's made for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's made in Paris. Everything is sewn by hand. These, they're, yeah. they're not going to be creating, like, they're the ones creating the dresses, you know, it might be, oh, we worked 17 days sewing 290,000 beagles and beads on a dress. And all these t- materials are, like you're saying, but small you, individual stores, not like at a Michael's or something like that. No, it's all individual no, no, boutiques. No, it's all artisan. It's all yeah. very, and the buttons are, I mean, it is really, and then they're brought to these ateliers, and there's a stern taskmaster, and they boss the models around and slap their hands, slap the croissants right out of their hands. <laughs> oh, okay. And, you know, it's a it, like a surreal experience, but I suppose in the 50s, Dior was just getting going, and a hundred dollar dress I, I think is at the time which might be like in our money let's just say what would it be quinn you're here that's a random thought yeah what would 500 and or 119.59 be in today's dollars would you guess five thousand i would say probably around yeah okay. like five thousand so i feel like you know there would be people would say i am going to save five thousand dollars for something i can see lots of fashion-minded um, young you know, young ladies or me, me, whatever age you are, but if that was like a, fat, a goal for you. And so that was what she wanted because she really had kind of, you know, she cleaned and her husband was dead. You know, she had like a lot of sad things going on in her life. So like sometimes having something, that dream really made her feel, and then she makes it happen. So things are 12.68 times as higher due to inflation as they were in 1950. So $159 in 1950 versus 2023 is $2,000 right Oh, now. even more achievable. Yeah. Jeez. I feel like they have really ramped up their prices since then. Oh, so yeah, yeah, I feel like 5000 is probably a more appropriate bet. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> so I would we agree. afford anything. That's yeah. exactly This right. is with U.S. inflation. So yeah. we're, you know, we're a little bit different. But oh, yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Well, listen... I did say to Julia when she begged off because of the four meat pizza gone bad in a freezer. <laughs> the meatloaf. Um, I said, "Who? What's going to happen with random thoughts?" And she rolls her chair over. Quinn. Perfect. So that's uh, that's who's with us for random thoughts. We'll be right back. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. They are your hometown experts for over thirty years when it comes to siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters and even solar. Now I say experts and licensed experts. That's the key there because you want to work with someone who's not only good at what they do, kind to you, they're also licensed in the department to actually handle the work and they are that and some. They not only handle all the work for you, they do a great job and they provide you all the opportunity to make this as easy as possible because getting a home exterior facelift, whether it's a new roof or new windows or a door, it can kind of be a pain in the butt. And we're at the end of summer right now. Time is very important to all of us with the kids going back to school, with work. Reach out to Jason and the sales team. They'll come in for a quick 30 to 45 minute informative you know, consultation. 
take what they need, and then all you have to do if it involves your insurance company is simply call the insurance company. Otherwise, they'll take it from there, and you can check out all their great products at their showroom, right new, bright now for 35W, that's kid and dog friendly. So reach out to hwconstruction.com for more information. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Quinn, before we pass that random torch over to you, I want to get right now the seventh caller to call me at 651-641-1071 because we're going to give you a pair of tickets to the importance of being earnest at Guthrie Theater on Friday, September 22nd. It's on stage now through October 15th. So give us a call at 651-641 and you can win a pair of tickets to the importance of being earnest at the Guthrie Theater. All right. Thank you very yeah. much. All right. Um, Quinn, I would uh, thank you for filling in. Absolutely. All right. I just confess to Quinn that I can't call him Q because that's how some people maybe have heard your voice. Yes. On the morning show, those guys call you Q. Uh huh. I've popped on most of most of the shows at this point. Really? Mm-hmm. You, I, I don't think. Have you ever been on our show? Because not to my knowledge. Early, early on, I was very oh, early were? on. Yeah, really? but I haven't been back in a while. So thanks for having me uh, jump on. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. That is that weird that everyone. I mean, are we slow to adapt, or is it because we're on in the afternoon and people like to get out of here? I think it's probably more of the. <laughs> it's my time to depart when you exactly. guys are getting on the air. But exactly. um, and we we would have been there right with you. I'm I'm telling you. But uh, anyway, thank you for filling in when Julia rolled her chair over and said, Quinn. I'm always there to help, as you guys know. I mean, I also engage with you guys the most outside of right. being I mean, in here because we're right next to each other and yes. we talk all day long. So, um, no, I'm, I was happy to help. And with a little bit of Julia's help, I was able to uh, piece together some random thoughts random that thoughts. combine both of our brains. All right, so, well, I wanted to just say that I call you Quinn and I have to confess to people who are listening what I said to you, and you can go ahead and share it because I'd like to hear how that came out to you. So, <laughs> I my name is Quinn. Some people call me Q. Um, you're welcome to call me either one, as I was saying. Yeah. Lori's like, you know what? I don't know if I can call you Q because that's James Bond, and you haven't, I mean... Well, that's James Bond's guy. Yeah, that's his guy. His guy. That's his tech guy. His tech guy. And so I haven't quite earned the James Bond level of Q. I, I don't. I haven't earned that title yet. So. No, but, but you did, like, I think about it, I thought, well, you, Q, uh, unlocked the mystery of my Ticketmaster. I did. I did, yes. You... I had downloaded. You were using the wrong app. I was using the wrong app because there's too many apps. There are too, there many, are too apps. many apps. And um, but so yeah, I, maybe I do have to call you Q. I, I, hey, I just am... for that alone. <laughs> I have how quickly I have forgotten Quinn. Anyways, but I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Your family has called you and friends. You've always been known schoolmates. Yes. Q. Yes. A lot of my closest friends and family have called me Q for yeah. years. So. Like if your name was Zane, people call you Z. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's uh, inevitable. I was always LB. LB. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we'll we'll see if I I'm I won't push it. Okay. If you can call me whatever you want. I kind of like calling you Quinn. I don't know why. I feel like Quinn. I like how it feels. You like I mean, the ring of it. My mouth. I like the word of it. The weight of it. It's I, I like the name. I like the name. I do so too. I'm I'm happy with it. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Well, should we get into some uh, yes, some, some random, random do thoughts? Do we have any time left? Yes. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll try to okay. run through some of them. Well, so. As everyone in their house does, have a million cords floating around. Yeah. Apple is going to oh. give you one more or one less cord to float around your house because the new iPhone was announced today, the 15 and 15 Pro, and they are moving to a USB-C cord. That everyone can use, which has always been my number one beef, Quinn. Why haven't One of the reasons why I haven't had an <laughs> Apple, I think they treat their customers like hell, making them buy a new cord... <laughs> Every time, and it's not universal. I agree. It's been the biggest BS, and it's contributed to a lot of wires and little hard plastic things that are never gonna. I mean, I hate that they've made us so cord heavy. The world. Android, you are a great example of Android users are jumping for joy, saying we yes. told you so. Yes. As Apple is finally moving to the superior <laughs> USB-C. I, I, I can you. The cords all work on the same thing. It is like I, it makes no sense the number of cords Apple have, and I feel like it's a metaphor for what they've done to the world too. As too many apps. Life is not a filter, people. The worst part is we're going to be in that floaty stage because yeah. this is the only phone that has it. Yeah. So now we're going to be using all kinds of wires, oh, geez, crisscrossing please. in the internet well, in the for meantime, a while. I'm so. just going to sit over here with my my Google Six or whatever I have, and I will be an Android forever. I'll never make the switch. And I will be there to help you whenever you need uh, app help. So. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I just need somebody. I mean, I don't even know how I've qualified for platinum status on Delta. That's my latest goofball confession that I don't really know. I mean, I know I must be doing something like spending money and traveling. You're doing something right, yeah. <laughs> right. But, but I can't explain it. I, I, one day, maybe you can explain that to me. We'll we'll go over that tomorrow. Right. That'll be tomorrow's thing. All right. Um, next random thought. This one came from Julia. There's an article from Vice that came out. Um, and the author of this article is talking about the idea of bringing smoking back indoors. Well, all right. I will just tell you about an indoor smoking experience I had at the Charles de Gaulle <laughs> Airport in Paris. Okay. And they do have little box out rooms with a million like it looks like i didn't believe it but it almost looks like you're in a bird cage there's so many air holes oh but the whole i mean you're in a human ashtray it's not any more evident no i don't think that these should come back i don't think so either no i think the day is done yeah i am the office teenager here yeah this article aged me because they said the author of this article said they have no memory of of smoking smoking or non-smoking sections i remember that growing up so this person's super young yeah but it's talked about because timothy chalamet was smoking a cigarette indoors at a beyonce concert and a lot more people are vaping but guess what people are vaping indoors anyways they are it's gonna happen don't let people light a cigarette inside is that relationship real that Chalamet and Kylie Jenner they keep showing up places so I will say this I mean they look horny for each other which is always a good thing that's for sure she lives she's got two kids and lives in LA and but he's not working right now 
So yeah. he's got nothing to do but drink Her. and smoke and... This is his vacation. <laughs> hey, I was going to yeah. say, he's the vacation. And screw. I mean, that's it. <laughs> okay, so it is happening. It is. It is. Time down. Yeah. Chris Jenner must be clapping her hands and her feet. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> I agree. Quinn, thank you, thank you. Quinn. Thanks for having me on, guys. Anytime, anytime. Yeah, yes. I guess you could just sit here and talk with me for the rest of the day. Except you probably got some. Oh, you know what? I've got an appointment. Uh, I've yeah, got to get to. Go so, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Thank, thank you, Quinn. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. This is Lori for First Equity Mortgage, and. Um, Here's the deal. If you are, if you're a homeowner, whether it's a house, a townhome, kind of whatever it is, and you have equity in your home and you have some credit card debt, you might want to think about have first equity figure out if it makes sense for you to pay off everything that you have um, loan wise and even at the different interest rate because it's just too high it's just too much and um or maybe you have some equity and you want to put in a fireplace and you want to you know shine up your kitchen with new appliances and just you don't feel like waiting and so you could ask the team at first equity if that makes sense given with what your financial situation is it's 763-251-8000. First Equity, the, your local home partner, or go to my talk keyword, David. I hope Miley Cyrus is performing at the VMAs tonight. I'd love to see her yeah, I would love sing to. anything. Or I don't think I've heard her I on the list. I haven't heard her name. Uh, yeah. I would love if Olivia Rodrigo were performing too tonight. She I, might be. I think she is, I actually. Think she is. I think that was announced. She has an album out, and yeah. what song will she sing? I love, love every song on this new album. Yeah, well, everybody's been saying it's, it's so absolutely good. amazing. Like it's I said, so I watched good. her on uh, the Today Show on Friday. She did three or four songs, and she is, yeah, she's she's on the, I mean, she already was a well, superstar. Well, she writes from the heart. She's a very good songwriter, and then she sings like, you know, can sing like Joan Jett, and then she can do kind of ballads, mm-hmm. and she writes these lyrics that are just... Um, you know, incredible, yeah. incredible. Well, she can do, like you said, she's got, she's young, so she can hit that young spark. And then she can also, she has bangers and ballads. Exactly. Bangers both. and ballads. And it yeah. is, it is confirmed by USA Today that Olivia Rodrigo has been added to the list of performers oh. as of four hours ago for tonight's VMA. So she oh, will now be performing. just wonder what song she's going to sing. Yeah. You know, Olivia Rodrigo. Let's see here. She's nominated for best video editing. She's got, uh, yeah, she's, I mean, but this album just came out. It did. It did just come out. Let's but see. But she maybe has left, uh, maybe, the, you know, sometimes they start dropping the songs like two, three months before the album comes Absolutely. out. Absolutely. They always drop a few singles ahead of time. Yeah. But- well, anyway, I do, I do like, I do really like that song, so I hope... I've been playing her in the double white. I don't know if you've heard. I've heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the punk rocky song that yeah, she's got. Yeah, the got. punk rocky. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that, and it's just a completely different style for her compared to her other music. Like she's just got range. Yeah, she's got great range. Yeah, she does. So I really am beyond excited about this VMAs tonight. I miss <laughs> late night talk shows so much. I mean, Andy Comas have huge ratings. Yeah, yeah. It's right now, and you're going to have Nicki Minaj as well tonight. Shakira's going to be performing, and she's getting that award for some... Oh, the Michael Jackson the Vanguard, Mi- Video Vanguard Award. Which you said has kind of been diluted out over the years. Well, the, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, 
I I remember when I think it used to just be called the Video Vanguard Award, and then somehow or another, Michael Jackson name. Well, they don't. Where do we even? I mean, yes, we still see videos and we watch on YouTube and stuff. <laughs> you but, can, yeah, YouTube and like those random like free. But channels I wonder if any of those places ought to just start like saying, "Hey, we'll play your videos just like it's YouTube on our." Why don't they just start playing them and adding gossip and commentary to them? And just bring back a version of those shows. Like TRL. Total yeah. Rip, yeah total I mean, that is, if I was like younger and, 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 uh, you know, copyright, it's got to be, a, it's, it's a, a copyright thing. And, but if, I'm you can, sure. if you can get like a big enough name to host it that's willing to put the money behind getting yeah, the rights to play to, the songs, to play the songs, you yeah. can't just like sit there and play them and comment on them. Oh, because, shoot. That because is it. That is, uh, they're, they're going to, they're going to flag it and take it. Great idea. But like someone like Andy Cohen could do that. Someone who has the money and the, right. the background. It's got to be produced and which means production, which money, means yeah. money and, money, and money, money. yeah, copyright money, which can well, get. Well, anyway, um, speaking of beautiful, this actually oh, 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 happened oh, oh. yesterday, but Harry Styles, you know, he's he's was on a world tour, you guys, for like, I don't know, a long time, mm-hmm. 18, 20 months, whatever it was. Anyway, he's, um, he's he does really is good friends with James Corden. Like they yes. have been they hang out together. They've been on holiday in italy together then they were spotted in london anyway he he um he was like at a he he dove into really what looked like a duck pond it did and it is in england and apparently it's some kind of a a bathing hole is what is was called um because that is a, a thing over there and there's not they don't they do have maybe more more swampy looking lakes, mm-hmm. <laughs> the kind I don't like going in at yeah, all. No, where the, where the weeds touch your feet, not a no, fan. no. But he he he's never he doesn't have any problem. <sighs> and he looks- man in doing a manly dive. dive in there, and I am admiring all of his muscles that he has all up and down the back of his ass and his back his shoulders he looks a lot i mean he looks so fit he looks not the skinny harry that we've known for a long time he looks like he's putting on some some muscle which i would say for a role or something maybe but nobody's acting acting. yeah i think he was getting fit on the road yeah and now i want to get out my guide and thank you for posting the photo uh, to all of his 85 tattoos (laughs) i did have that for the longest time (laughs) buzzfeed had done and a blow by blow of every Tattoo. one of uh, Harry's tats, and I was very impressed. And I gave Julia a quiz. Well, of course, we didn't know like even how many he had, but mm-hmm. he they do tell a story for Harry. Uh, most people have him for that reason. Yeah, exactly. But you were talking earlier uh, the extent of his tour. 173 shows in Europe and North America, Australia, right. Asia, Latin America started in September of 2021. Yeah, two years. It was a two-year tour. That's yeah. amazing. And he ra- and then the, the nice thing that came out was throughout this tour, we found out that he raised more than six and a half million dollars for dozens of charities across yeah. the globe throughout those hundred and seventy-three shows. I mean, there was no way he could keep going out with Olivia Wilde with two kids, you know. Oh. And he's on this tour. I mean, it it didn't make sense for their time and lives to be together. I can cer- certainly. I can see by this photo why she was as enamored of him <laughs> as I would have been with and a big smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's, you know, it, she's 11 years older and already has two kids. 
He does like an older woman, and I'll tell you why. A younger man likes an older woman. They're when they do want a commitment, it makes it a lot easier for you to walk away. (laughs) (laughs) I was not expecting, but I love it. But it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It is what it's easier for the guy to do that, and he knows a guy knows that going in. Well, and And so does a woman too. I mean, whoever knows it. I mean. You're you're like oh, I'm just gonna be able to walk away. And like you said, not that we want to bring any mom into this situation. Yeah. His mom is happy that they are not together. No, no, he, he they were they were sexy together. Yeah, but they very, were not. They, they were, weren't. They, they weren't were right for each they other. They were not right for each other at and then, the time of their lives. And the drama with Olivia and Jason Sudeikis and all of the divorce and all that going on. He and, and you know who knows what Olivia you know said to Harry. Uh, Jason and I haven't had sex for a year, you know, or whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. people lie to get what they want That's true. and, um, you know, or to make themselves look better in the eyes of somebody. So who knows? And he's not asking any questions, but all of it happened around when the filming started. And that is where all that bad blood comes from. With mm-hmm. the cast and everything, because she was playing, like, I think Jason, like, came to the set maybe once. or I mean, it got uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. People people had to know uncomfortable things about someone who might have been their boss, which I'm pretty sure the director is the boss on the film set. And yeah. then he probably, or she is a boss, but still on the set, the director. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Harry, got, you really look beautiful on that set we got from that movie. Uh, what Chris was Pine? Yeah, what was the movie called though? Again, don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling. We got this gem of a cut. You know, my favorite thing about oh, yeah. the movie oh, is God. like it feels like a like a movie. It feels like a real like you know go to the theater film movie that you know you, you kind of the reason why you go to watch something on the big screen. And Chris Pine, this is at the Venice Film Festival, and Chris Pine is dead eye soldier staring. Tilted head. Uh, tilted head, <laughs> laser focused, not even blinking. Like he is doing his best acting by not making one facial expression because he knows if yeah. he starts laughing, he won't be able to stop. So I want to know if I ever get a chance to meet Chris Pine, we are going to play that clip and yes. ask him what were just tell us what were you really thinking in that moment? I got to think of what were you thinking of? Oh, and I bet he'd say I am thinking I can't start laughing. Just get me through this moment. <laughs> Let it pass and everything will be okay. And this would be why Harry is a perfect person to play Mick Jagger, because one of the things we learned from Keith Richards' book, Life, is that mm-hmm. he, that Mick liked to sometimes put on airs, you know, mm. Lord of the Manor yes. kind of a thing. Yeah. And he sounded very Lord of the Manor, you <laughs> know, did. the way he's explaining it, which is <laughs> explaining nothing. You're saying nothing. In fact, so you made a movie that you can't. Describe, but because you're Harry Styles and you've got this polished British accent, you get to just describe it as a movie that's a movie that's a movie. About a movie that brings you to... Well, my favorite thing about <laughs> the movie is like it feels like a 
like I'm a mad. movie. It's it's They're like go you break like. it down to like when someone wants to say something just to sound smart. But it sounds it's the it's the way he, it's that posh British British accent. I'm bedazzled by it, and at first you don't realize what he's saying makes no sense. Oh, you know I just love the whole. I don't know. He just sounds romantic when he talks. And you reminded me of this. You were just saying about how he needs to play Mick Jagger, which he 100% does. And remember when he was in the the, the talks for, for Elvis? Oh, yeah. And thank God we got Austin, Austin, Austin Butler. Butler. But yeah. sorry to take a little detour here. While you were gone, we talked about this new movie called Bike Riders. With Tom Hardy and Austin Butler. Oh, that sounds like it and has my name all over it's it. It's about a 1950s California biker gang. It's it's literally about a 50s biker gang, but remember Sons of Anarchy? But yeah. bring it back to the 50s. Oh my and gosh. Austin Butler is Jax. He's and Tom when Hardy. When is this coming out? This is coming out, I believe, uh, Bike Riders. We talked about it. Let me get it right here. Oh my god! But you've got to see this. this but it, it's not out yet. It's not out yet. Okay. It comes out. It, it's called. Uh, yeah, Casey will want to watch. Oh, this. you're gonna love it! It comes out December first, so okay. it's not too far out. But it is it's it's a really cool '50s version of Sons of Anarchy, and Austin Butler is battling like, hey, this gang, and Tom Hardy's like the boss, and he's his mentor, and then all of a sudden, drugs and and gang type activities oh come God. into it. But he partakes, but then he doesn't know how to handle it. It's Jack's character to the T, but in 1950s, the bike riders. You're gonna love it, Lori. Wow! When we get done with the show, please Google the trailer. You will. It's on one of our show pages from last week. As well, if the listeners are, I, I'll just make a note. Oh. Well, there'll be buzz about it, won't there? Oh, there. Yes, I mean the first trailer dropped last week, and that's why I kind of got a little bit of buzz. But it's, yeah. it's you're right up your alley. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, who won the tickets? Was somebody happy? Yes, our winner was uh, Carrie. Carrie mm-hmm. from Forest Lake, when, which was funny because Quinn Q or yeah. Quinn was uh, is also from Forest Lake, and so and the importance of being earnest really is a wonderful play. Yeah. It yeah. really is. I that's like the first serious play I ever saw. Yeah, it's, uh, it's on- funny and it's fantastic. It's a fantastic show. Uh, uh, Oscar Wilde wrote it. Yep, Oscar Wilde. Yep, mm-hmm. and it's uh, through October fifteenth at the Guthrie yeah. Theater. So. so it's smart and funny. Yes, and we've got more tickets all week to give out, so we can do that sometime all right. tomorrow. All right, thanks, Graham. Well, the VMAs have started, and the naked dresses were the first thing to make an, an appearance. Anyone surprised? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> this is a trend we have been seeing on the red carpet for a long, long time. But Doja Cat is out for the award because she showed up in, um, you know, when you uh, shred spiderweb stuff, like to put in between trees or around doors at Halloween, you know, you stretch it out. Yeah, like the cottony stretch. Spiderweb, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Doja Cat is wearing a, a white spiderweb dress and with strategic... Maybe I can't tell. She's everything under the spider web, and it really is just. If she paid money for this mess, I'm going to be upset with her (laughs) because that man does not like women. If a man designed that, or a woman who doesn't like women, whoever designed that is mean, mean, mean. Mm -hmm. And then she's got her feet in shoes that are clear plastic, which you know are just squeezing the hell out of her toes. Not to mention they can't breathe. Yikes. I feel bad. I feel bad that someone talked her into this look and she's got painted on eyebrows and Saweetie is wearing a beautiful I sparkly dresses are in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see the dress dresses. you're talking about. Wow. And yeah. Olivia Rodrigo has shown up in uh, Marilyn Monroe Va Va Voom Glam. She's wearing a glamorous long sequin gown. Like like with with 
you know, a good built-in something in the bosom. I see this. You see that? Yeah. A very I different look for her because that is what we would call Hollywood glamour. Yeah. I want old school Hollywood glamour. I mean, she's got it. Yeah. Doja Cat was like, I would like to go as my own spider. Yeah, that you could literally snip that with the scissors in one place, and I think it would all fall. But off. even her eye makeup is sort of spider-like. Her eyelashes, if you look at that one, we'll have to post this the big one tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then Saweetie has got. I love her dress, but I don't understand why she's wearing a big bone around her neck and her waist. I mean, it actually looks like a bone from um, Operation meets Gumby. Oh, gosh. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that is a Anyway, well, that's what we expect from the VMA. The Hollywood speak is we expect crazy red carpet. Yeah. But the naked dresses, I mean. They're out and about. Are we almost like, even are you now at this point sick of the naked see-through I, it's, or, well, I, I'm not. Here's the deal. Beachwear becomes nightwear. Yes, nightwear I, I'm not beachwear. sick of it, but I find that it's kind of. I don't want to say it too wrong, but lazy. Yeah, you know, it's lazy because like there's that's the Hollywood speak. Yeah, there's it's just lazy. There's so much more that can be done with the beautiful dress without showing off your body parts, and you can look just as gorgeous in a full sheer dress like you were just talking about, rather than a spider web or yeah. you know these these well nylon Georgia. pants. I'm telling you, Doja deliberately, she likes she likes to provoke. She She's got a spider in her ear. Yes. Her eye makeup looks like spider. It's I mean, like this cool. would be a great Halloween costume. Yeah. What are you? I'm me as the white spider, there the white go. widow spider. There you go. You know, but it looks highly uncomfortable, and I'm not sure how it's constructed. And like I said, I hope she didn't pay a lot of money for and I hope she used some tape because if she moves too fast, things are going to fall. Yeah, but she does look like she has on, um, like she has on thin or skin colored. Um, oh, I see that. Uh, okay, string yes, or yes. something. You can see that now through the. Th- yes, she does. She does have something underneath there, like a swimsuit. Yes. Well, apparently Grimes spoke to the guy who's written this Elon Musk um, oh, six hundred and eighty-eight page, page book. About himself called Elon Musk, yeah? Yes. Uh, his name is Isaacson. Um, uh, I forget his first name. Um, Walter Isaacson. And he, Grimes talked to him, and she said that Elon sent a photo of her having her C-section to friends and family in a group text. And she said, quote, he was just clueless about why i'd be upset <laughs> does, does does that surprise you no not at all it doesn't it doesn't he it's like he wouldn't think anything of that first of all why why are you taking a picture right there at that moment you know Ugh. that like like to me and c-section seems like it would be nerve-wracking for Very everyone so. involved. Everybody. Yeah, that's a private moment. Well, and it's an operation. You're cutting the baby out of, <laughs> yeah, out no. of the, uh, you know, you're cutting yourself open to get the baby open, you know. So she's like, he, and to me, I'm not at all surprised that he would be clueless about that. Not at all. It sounds like him to the T. So much. He overlooks everything that's simple and common that has common sense or simplicity to it. Yeah. And and completely disregards it because he's too caught up in his own brain and his own mind. I feel like. I mean, that's the maybe the maybe that's the punishment. I mean, to me, that sounds like I would hate to be that clueless. <sighs> 
But, you know, I don't know. He's... I, I, I'm disturbed that I know this. And I was going to say you. that. Yeah, that's I'm disturbed. I feel like I don't want to read any more from this Elon Musk book. I'm good. That right there. That's enough. Just like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just a shout out this Sunday, CBS Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. Season starting one. It starts and I've decided I'm going to rewatch it. Okay. Because it came on five years ago, people. Oh, yeah. Or four years ago. Four, yeah. And we discovered it in the summer. Yeah. And we loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Like, fell in love with it so hard. Oh, yeah. And it's going to debut on CBS because they've got... They got nothing. They got nothing. And it's going to do Gangbuster. It will. But did you know that HBO... Did we know that HBO turned Yellowstone down? I did not. And that's why he ended up... um, At Paramount. Yes. Wow. And why did HBO turn him down? Two words. Beth Dutton. Oh, really? Do you know those suits were so uptight and so... About her being a powerful woman? Yes. Unbelievable. She's the best part about that show. No. They said that they couldn't sell that kind of badassery. See that, but they also passed on Sons of Anarchy because uh, they kind of were stiff in their thinking. Yeah, well, that's and that's, think that's of how much they lost. Oh, in 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 Yellowstone because they would have had eighteen eighty three, nineteen twenty three, the lioness. They, you know, I mean, there's he's is kind of a, well, uh, an incredible producer writer. Yeah. So HBO lost a lot of money. I bet that person is no longer there. That made I that would decision. hope so. And we, and if any, if we've learned, look at Barbie. Women and like you said, women can tell their no, stories. No, they went back. They told Taylor Sheridan, "You have to make Beth Dutton more likable." And he said, "Screw you." Good for him because yeah. that's the honestly how her character. It's inspirational. It really is. I mean, she's <laughs> one of she's. I mean. Yeah, give her all the awards. Yeah, I agree. She makes it run. Her and Rip together. Yeah. What a duo. Wow. All right. Well, that was, we did it. That was pretty good Hollywood. Yeah, we did. Yeah. What do you got? Well, we got uh, not much coming up here. The top of the hour.